Drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you. (laughs) (laughs) You missed it. Here go the passcode to my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200. (laughs) Hey guys, we're back for another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Geek Goddess is here. Hey, Cutie is here. And this is episode 67 of our Cocktails and Conversation podcast. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm loving that. I'm loving the Cocktails and Conversation podcast. You know, so. <laughs> so we do over a nice drink. Yes. <laughs> so let's get into the cocktails first. <laughs> what are we drinking on? This week we have a citrus mojito and it's made with Bacardi light rum. And you can use any kind of rum, flavored rum, which is awesome. But you must have fresh mint. Uh, I used orange zest and lemon zest. I used sugar, freshly squeezed orange juice, and this new juice, which is so dope. It's a ginger limeade. Mm -hmm. And then I topped it with a splash of sparkling water. And of course, the garnish was mint, orange, and lime. It's a lot of ingredients. This is a drink for a serious, um, not a bar or a mixer, mixologist. What? No, it's actually, I mean, if you're having like a get together at your house and you want to pre-make something. Oh yeah. It would really, be a good drink for you to yeah. make a lot of. Because yeah, the true. longer it sits, like with the mint and the zest, it just gets more flavorful. So. Settled in. It is. It's very Ooh. good. Cheers. Cheers. Knock my mic over. <laughs> my bad. Seriously, it's it is this is I really like it. I like this one. Awesome. But I'm a mint person too. I love mint. And but the thing is, so I usually make it my mojitos with simple syrup. Mm-hmm. I like it without because it's not so sugary. Yeah. And you don't need all that no. syrup and sugar. No. And, I mean, it does have a little bit of sugar in it, but if you guys want the recipe, we'll have a video up um on our Instagram page and our, and our Facebook page, but I think it's really good. I wonder if you could do like a, could you do a cranberry spin to it? Yes. Is that a thing? So you can do any kind of berry. I mean, any kind of fruit, really. I would still use lime mm-hmm. to get that citrus because it mixed well with the mint. But yeah. That'd probably be good. I'm just thinking about the holidays. And I saw- what- you know what? Remember when I had those fresh cranberries mm-hmm. and I had them in the vodka? Mm-hmm. I know they're still in that. That's probably going to be so dope. I need to make my own little vodka. Oh, yeah. Coming soon, there yes. will be a holiday drink featuring vodka cranberry. Yes. <laughs> if she didn't know, she knows now that know, right? um, I, I have plans for her vodka. <laughs> yes. Um, so how was your weekend? It was awesome. So, my other bestie turned 40. She joined the 40 club. Cutie pie. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy 40. I love you so much. She's She's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. So, she didn't want to party. Mm -hmm. She said that when she came into her party. (laughs) I didn't want to (laughs) party. And we gave her one. (laughs) It's like, it's not about you. (laughs) But it wasn't like a DJ. You know, we went to a, she loves karaoke, so we went. To yeah, a karaoke lounge here, and it was. I mean, I had such a good time. Yeah, 
And I think she had fun too. She murdered Rihanna. She killed it. I saw on Snapchat because I was getting food. Oh, because I was like at the stage, like I'm, I must snap this entire thing. Nobody came to get me. Oh, I'm <laughs> but sorry. I saw it on snap and it okay. was dope. I was, was like dying laughing. She did a phenomenal job. Yes. She did. She killed that. <laughs> so, you know, we'll be back at the karaoke lounge over the holidays. So, you know, I have to come out with this. I know. I'm, I'm coming out. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be out there. Yeah, but that was, um, and then I went to a, an empowerment brunch on Saturday, which was also really good. I mean, I had such a good time. Yeah. It was nice. Um, one young lady sang and then another kind of spoke to us and what she shared was just, it was deep. Like spoken word? Yes. She actually did do a poem and I mean, just kind of told her story and it just, goes to show that you just, you meet people, Mm -hmm. you have no idea what they've been through. That is so true. You know, and it was so so awesome. So, had a good time, but that was really it. How was your weekend? Mine was good. You know, the party on Friday night was so cool. (laughs) Me and the boo were slightly upset that the karaoke spot didn't have, you know, our gangster rap that we were looking for. Yeah. You know, it's like, how y'all ain't got no little season looking? You know. That's so like this crush on you. That's like right? so we was gonna murder that too. Yeah. Um and then I you know, the boo too. wasn't really into the method man and Mary J. Blige. What? And I was like, we Wait. could kill that. What? And I had my thigh high boots yes, on and I'm like, I just did. need a reason to do the Mary Dance. Yes. And he was like, No. So, oh my gosh. There's that. They probably didn't have it anyway. We need a good um trap karaoke. Yes. Yes. You know, there is one, usually at apostrophe, but I don't think they give you the words. You have to know the words. Mm, I mean, most of, if I'm doing the song, I know the words. Like I was telling the boo and he was like, well, do you know the words that crush on you? I'm like, do I I need to start in the pose, in the look him pose? Because I can. Because I was rocking look him's first album. Oh. Girl. On the bus, let me tell you, this, this is how you know you're suburban. <laughs> On the bus to summer science camp. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. In the back of the bus, though, because I was she cool. Bug, bug nerd. <laughs> right? Going to summer science camp. Shout out to all my South Florida people. Y'all know about summer science. <laughs> like, yes. Right? Don't don't come for me. Don't okay? Question, like, don't question my abilities. Right? <laughs> Just because I know theorems, I also know Lil' Kim lyrics. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, trap karaoke would be fun. I, that would be cool. And then Saturday night, I went to a gala Ooh, benefiting awesome. the Harvey B. Gant Arts and Cultural Center in Charlotte. So. Okay. Um, if you are not a member, you should join. If you are a member, you should renew or upgrade your membership or gift a membership. That's a shameless plug because, I mean, come on. It's 2016, almost 2017. There are very few arts and culture museums um, for African-American people around the nation, right? We have right. the super awesome one that just opened up in D.C., the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. But besides that, like you just don't get a lot of it, right? Yeah. And ours is really awesome, and it's in downtown. But, right, right so. in the heart of the city. In the heart of the city. Like, this ain't no janky museum, like, and around you. the corner, 
from Nene and them. Right. Like this one is really awesome. So I was very pleased and um, privileged to be able to volunteer and help solicit for memberships. So shameless plug for the Gantt Center. Shoot them a hundo. Y'all got it. Everybody right. listening got it. Because you listen to podcasts. So I know you got iTunes. So I know you got an iPhone, which <laughs> means you got it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah so that was it that was that was a lot of fun i enjoyed doing that um you know i love to see people dressed up i love uh, to see yes. my people dressed up i know and, and so it's, and and in theme with the topic it was a couple of women out there doing too much isn't there always it was so let me go back it was men and women out there doing too much. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the men first because okay, I feel okay. like, you know, people are always ragging on the women, and, at, oh. especially at these events and stuff. Let's, did we say our topic? Oh, so the topic of the week is getting attention, but no retention. Yes. Okay. And I know a lot of you guys are out here doing it for the likes. Mm-hmm. I know you're doing it for the gram. Doing it for the gram. I know that there is this movement of, you know, like there are Instagram women. But there are also Instagram men. Yes. Okay. I just want to be very clear and letting all my fellas know out there. There is a difference. A very, (laughs) very noticeable, very stark difference between tight and tailored. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Just because your tux is tight does not mean it's tailored. Oh. It's a lot of tight suits going on in 2016. I'm talking about like buttons stretched. What? Like that's not even, that's horrible. Especially if you're like slightly buff, um, uh, muscular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing though. I'm, I'm not pocket watching. I promise you I'm not. Mm-hmm. I promise you. And if you had to get that thing um, rented, if it's if it's rented, it's rented, bro. It is right. what it is. Right. Go one size up. Because tight does Don't not equate tailored. Down. Right. Just because it's like snug doesn't mm-hmm. mean I'm going to look at you and think that thing is tailored. Because I'm not. I'm looking at you thinking you can't breathe. And I'm wondering as a volunteer if I should call the medics. <laughs> you know, I'm passed out. Be passed out. Your legs numb. Cut off your circulation, sir. <laughs> your circulation is cut. So the second thing is, over the age of eleven, mm-hmm. you should not be doing a clip-on bow tie. Excuse me. Over the age of eleven. Wait, you saw a clip-on bow tie. <sighs> oh my gosh. Number one, the fact that I could see your bow tie was a, a, a snapback. That's what I'm going to call it, a snapback. It's, <gasps> yes, it's snapped in the back. Yes. Why? When, why can I even see this? Right. Because yeah. you got it sitting on top of your shirt. Okay? Stop it. It's sitting on top. Wow. You came here with a woman, but she looked like she don't know no better. Mm. So she didn't even check you at the house to say, Bruh, if you if you must wear this clip on, can you tuck it under the shirt right. and then pull that like your jacket? Put your up. jacket mm-hmm. up, yeah. Oh, yeah, so it was ladies. like you know, it was a lot of men walking around like with tight tuxes on, licking their lips, thinking they look so attractive, oh, but in reality, gosh. are they still licking their lips? It was a lot of lick licking or lip lip licking. I'm like, does LL still even lick his lips? I mean. 
So men, you know, men who are seeking attention are funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me, especially when I go places by myself. So at this event, the boot didn't come with me because I was oh. volunteering. So I'm, I'm working, right? Okay, yes. I'm behind the membership table. I'm out in the crowd talking to people, but still dressed up. But you know, I'm a volunteer because I have this pin on, right? Okay. So you can kind of tell when men are like looking at you and then they kind of give you that eye, like, like, like they want you to look back at them and assume there's somebody or there's something important or whatever. Yeah. Here's the thing, sir. <laughs> I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. I know what a tailored suit looks like because my daddy wore tailored suits. Right. Okay. My brother don't play no games about what he wears. So when I look at you, I'm not automatically assuming, oh, he got a tux on, girl. He got money. No. No. I'm thinking you need to, yeah, I don't know where you bought that from. Ooh, that material. That's no. not, that's not quality. Really? But you can just see like they want attention because there's like an extraness of, when they see people, they know there's this extraness in how they hug and dap, and there's this extraness with yeah. the laugh. <laughs> Dude, you going to get this membership or what? Because right. trust, I'm not checking for you. Oh my trust gosh. and believe. And then you have the dudes that come with someone. And still be, yeah. It's a lot of eye movement, sir. I know your wife. Ooh. Keep your eyes to yourself, okay? Wow. Oh, yeah. Attention. Messy. Messy. Attention. So don't think when people say attention whores, that just just means women. No, Mm -mm. not at all. These men out here doing it for the gram too, out here posting their outfits. They got their little pick stitch. (laughs) So men do it too. So you out here at this event that ain't cheap. (laughs) But when I ask you about a membership. You don't want to buy a membership. You looking at me sideways. You, wow. you can't, you, $50. You can't do a hundred dollar membership. Oh, okay, bro. All right. Or, or you walking through here like you the junk, but your table all the way in the back though. Yeah. <sighs> attention. You're just trying to get attention and I feel <laughs> no you. retention <laughs> with no retention, but you get no, you get no retention over here. No. And I'm not for that flashy type of dude anyway. So that would never, that, Turns me so uh, off. I yeah. hate it so yep. much. Like, just be you. Right. And if you're supposed to get that attention, you will. Like, whoever is supposed to notice will notice. I always look at guys, especially, like, like at an, uh, at an event, like a gala type event. Mm-hmm. If you're single, there's always a weirdness anyway. Right? Yeah. At a certain age, it is kind of like... Okay, well, maybe you went through a divorce. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe you, whatever. Maybe you just haven't found the one. Mm-hmm. But then when you're a single plus, you have this cocky type right. of um, <laughs> we know attention-seeking attitude, then it's, then it's like, oh, okay, I know why you're single. Never mind. Right. Like, nobody wants to be bothered with that. Nah. But then they always claim. But, I mean, women do that, too. Oh, I'm single because I want to be single. No. Okay, girl. Not always. All right, girl. But if you've been single for like the last three, four years, that's at a point not where you want to be single anymore. I think it's interesting when you have women who say, oh, I want to be single. But when you have conversations with them, it's normally about 
either a date they went on or yes. their past relationships or mm-hmm. if if you truly want to be single and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that not right because I think like okay everybody goes to that you period. deal with another person yeah fine mm-hmm. trust me I don't want to deal with another person all the time either <laughs> <laughs> right. but it's like when I have a conversation with you you would be talking about the other things that matter for you in your life and whatever that is if it's your community or your family or traveling or you know whatever that you would be leading you wouldn't be talking about oh let me tell you about this dude i went on a date with but i thought you said you you want to be single Um, right now you trying to figure out you you focused on you guess who's confused i am guess who's putting on the front (laughs) you are are. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it goes back to you want this attention. So I feel like, you know, on Instagram, people post things for likes, chat rooms, you're saying things just to get attention or likes. I mean, it, it just spans the gamut on social media. I think everybody loves attention. I do. And I, at, at the, I have no problem with people loving attention. I mm-hmm. think it's what you do to get that attention. Some people are willing to do, well, okay. We all have a standard for where we feel like it's crossing the line, right? Yes. I have my personal standard. You have a standard. Your Mm -hmm. standard is probably different from my standard, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think that could be personality-based. It could be upbringing. could be values, whatever. Whatever, Like, I'm a super old lady at heart, so (laughs) you would be hard-pressed to find two photos of me with, like, I don't know, a bathing suit on. Because mm-hmm. I'm just an old lady, right? Well, and I'm, I mean, I'm funny, but you won't probably find one of me in my full. Like, you won't see top and bottom. You might see t- whatever it is. But I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably not even going to give you a little leg. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm just a super old lady anyway. Like, that's just me. I've always been a little more conservative, right? But I wouldn't look at someone who is posting a bathing suit shot and say, she's just trying to get attention. No. I, I mean, hell, I'm looking at it. She might be beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, body, girl. Do it. Okay. Work it. Can can goal. you send me the <laughs> right. workout regimen? Okay. Yes. I need all that. <laughs> but I think you notice, it is, the crazy thing is, it's so easy to spot when something is being done for attention and even though it can come from like I can be looking at it from a judgmental type of view but it's just like eh, something about this is screaming right attention attention yes absolutely it doesn't come across authentic and I follow a lot of people on social media Mm -hmm. and you can just easily see the difference. I agree. Where people are just that are posting what they want because that's what they want to post versus those people that are very strategic in what they post because they want to make sure they're, you know, getting, yeah. they're maximizing their life. And attention <laughs> doesn't always, you know, come from, let's say, a positive standpoint because we did a podcast a while back called Negative Nancy because some people yes. do that. Like they'll post all this woe is me negative talk because they want someone to rally around them and say, oh, girl, Facebook is is like, because I think on Facebook you can post, you know, write your whole story out or whatever. Gosh, yes. So 
we were talking in the Facebook Live, and the thing about wanting attention so badly that you're willing to do anything or you are you're willing to compromise your own core values for the sake of attention. Right. I think when you get to that space, that's a problem. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. I'm like, why are you, if that's not who you truly are and you can fully stand behind it wherever you are, mm-hmm. why are you posting it? Or, but it, uh, Here's the thing. Um, so for this episode, I want some feedback. I'm going to put it all out there. And if I say something that offends someone or if it pricks your heart or if you feel like I'm talking about you and you feel some kind of way about it, mm-hmm. please reach out. Right. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to drop the email real quick. It's drinktoremarried at gmail.com. You know you can call us out on Facebook, social media, yes, Twitter, Twitter, iTunes, Twitter. Instagram, we, we whatever. Out we out here. So (laughs) I follow people who are friendly to the show and I feel like there's a lot of mixed messaging going on. There is a perception that I think they want the larger society to have about them, Mm -hmm. but that perception is not consistent with what they post. So my question is, do you want to be this smart, um, worldly, mm-hmm. um, princess, mm-hmm. or do you want to be fat, drunkard, <laughs> um, you know, down for whatever, whenever? Mm-hmm. Because you cannot live in both spaces at the same time. I understand the idea of being multidimensional. Right. However, comma, that's not real. It's just not real life. Perception is reality. What are you at the core? Like, how would, you know, so if a person, how do you describe yourself at the core of who you are? Yeah. And is that what you're portraying? Like, is that... What you're trying to get out there, or is it that you don't even think about? Some people just don't even think about what they're putting out there. Is that part of it? Is it just being irresponsible with your social media? I guess this is my thing. Can you can you empower me and also promote twerking and at the same time? Um. Well, I guess, okay, so is there a negative, con- I guess if there's a negative connotation, what's working? To me, there is a negative connotation with um, sexualizing your body. Okay. Yep. Leading with the sexualization of your body, right? Like mm-hmm. leading with Absolutely. Of a piece of your body as your leading asset, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Because so, for women, it could be... Your chest, your butt. For men, it could be your your chest, like your muscles or your absolutely. Penis. Yeah, and absolutely. and I'm never here to like I don't know slut shame or whatever. Say twerking is wrong. You shouldn't twerk. But this is real. 
So as a woman, there is crap that we deal with every single day where we're being marginalized and sexualized. And I just had a call with one of my girlfriends who's opening up. Um, so I ain't going to call her out right now because I want to to shout out her spot. But I'm not. <laughs> but she just had this incident where she was kind of sexually harassed by one of the vendors oh, wow. who she was paying. Okay. Wow. She's the owner of this spot paying this dude to come in and um, drop off some stuff or whatever for her and totally sexually harassed, like to the point where he touched, like um, touched uh, her garment that she had yeah. on and said something to the effect of, um, I bet you would like it if I wrapped this around your neck and choked you or something like that, like in a sexual way. Oh. Okay. What? So you got a grown married woman who is a business owner still dealing with this type of stuff where men feel like it is okay to treat us in a particular way because we're women. We're women. Simply because you're a woman. So I'm not saying every single woman in the world has to carry the plight of all women on their backs. But knowing that, knowing it is difficult for Mm -hmm. us to be taken seriously, it is difficult. We're still dealing with the wage gap. We're still, the fact that we still got to deal with sexual harassment in the workplace. Absolutely. Do you want to lead with your ass as you're an asset or your brain? That's what I'm saying. Right. And honestly, for me, I'm like, you get just as... I've, I guess, in my experience, have gotten just as much response from putting a selfie up in or a quote. Do you know what I mean? I, so yeah. it's not like it has to be, I don't have to be half naked or whatever to get, if I'm out here trying to get likes. Cause honestly, I, I, I think <laughs> there is a perception. So I see this all the time. People love to talk about how men are, men feel threatened by independent women and, you know, women who are out here getting it and, you know, I'm out here buying my business and you just threatened because I look good because I look high maintenance. Mm -hmm. You know, I (laughs) think that shit is not true. (laughs) Yeah. I ain't a man, but I could call some men and I'm going to go out on a limb and say they don't, they're not threatened they're, by you. They're just not intimidated. They don't feel intimidated right. by you. Yeah. They're just not attracted to that shit. Like, right. right. Because the totality of what you're putting out there is not attractive. Like, yeah, like you said, I can, you can put some spiritual quotes out here and they're awesome. They get likes, but you could be out here twerking and doing whatever else you're doing out here on your pages. But it's also, if a person doesn't know you, what's the real you? And that's most of the people on social media that follow me and I follow, I don't personally know them. So all I know is what you post and I straight unfollow people. It could take one Mm. or two posts and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to see this. Yeah. I don't want to see this on my timeline anymore. And again, so in this world of social media, we're no, we're not really friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that means I don't really know you. Don't you love it when you see somebody in real life and you're like, "Hey, Cutie 05. <laughs> I don't know your name, right? I don't. 
I don't know. <laughs> Which, you know, for the podcast, that's fine. For the podcast, yeah. but it happened even before the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. So it's like, you don't really even know me. So for one, that also limits, you know, what I'm really yeah. willing to share. I'm not going to share everything at all. Mm-mm. I think there's just like this. So you can share, right? You can be open. You can be transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, there are dimensions to people. I totally get that. But those, I guess I don't feel like to the core dimensions are in conflict. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. So if you see me and you see me out and I am like going ham with Nuck if, if your butt comes on and I love some freaking Pastor Troy mm-hmm. and I love Trina and I am probably going to be on the dance floor when stuff like that comes out. To me, that's not in conflict with who I am. Because if you know me, you know I'm from the South. But it's not even that you're on the dance floor. It's what you're doing when you're on the dance floor. And I know yeah. damn sure what you're not doing. What I got on right. on the dance floor eight. Right. Okay? Because what I came here with, I'm not going to buy anything that's not consistent yeah. with how I feel, what I feel comfortable in, if that right. makes sense. Right? It does. So, it does. Yeah. Uh, so I am always on. thinking about the full scope of who I am as a person, mm-hmm. who I am in the community. Um, I sit on boards. I am a parent. Right. So I always have to be mindful of that too. Mm-hmm. I can't buy the same stuff my child buys, right. even though we literally weigh the same amount right. and we're the same <laughs> size. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to be mindful of that. But thinking about like holistically, what's more important to me? Is it more important for me to wear like some super short booty shorts or whatever, or is mm-hmm. it more important for people to respect me as a board member? Well, you know what I mean? Like right. which one is more important to me? What's my long term? What's the, what's the end game? Because so if I'm on the dance floor, right? Like I'm still on the dance floor, fully clothed, but right. not give you buckets on. And that is my jam because right. I'm from the South though. And if you know me, you know, <laughs> that girl is a party girl. I know yes. her to be a party girl. She's fun or whatever. Social. Yes. But I ain't never seen her, you know, doing this, that, and third. But when I see her, she's fun. Mm -hmm. When I see her, she's doing this. When I see her, she's... So I I just think there is a way to be your authentic self, Mm -hmm. but not tarnish your brand. Yeah, because the whole thing is no matter... Because I always say, oh my goodness, if... They had camera phones when I was a teenager. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That would I, yeah. Look, <laughs> they didn't have camera phones when I was a teenager. However, back in my club days, I used to love to take a picture on the airbrush wall. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good Polaroid. Mm-hmm. And I got quite a few of those. And it's like, ooh, what was that outfit? Ooh. <laughs> Honey. But, that, but that's why I think... Yeah, our our generation does a lot for the gram, but the younger generation is doing the most. For the I mean, gram. they are. They're doing the most, but I guess to me, it's kind of like let them have it. They're young. Again, we didn't but, have social media, but we were doing the same stuff. That right. we just didn't have social media. But the thing is, I guess my point is that 
it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away, but we have short attention spans. Our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. They yeah. are so much so, girl, I could like pick up my phone and by the time I check all my notifications, I forgot what I picked up the phone for in the first Very place. True. And it's an hour and a half later. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was supposed to call my daddy back. Very true. So you know true. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I think what the kids don't understand in some adults that it doesn't go away though. Yeah. It go like for group me, for instance. You post a picture in a group me chat, whether you get kicked out of that chat or not, that picture it's remains. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all about... Whether you get kicked out. I mean, or if you leave on your own. Okay. So <laughs> let's just be honest here. In our group me, there are some people who get kicked out. Quite regularly. The kicker outers <laughs> is right here to my right. Listen, I could kick Look, I'm not calling too. no names, but but she's right here on this podcast. She's a kicker outer. I don't even I I just I review every so often and be like, Y'all cray. And I carry on with my life. But you know, I mean, it's all in fun. She be kicking people out. We add them back. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be like a day later and they've missed like all the laughs and the jokes and like <laughs> Girl, I got kicked out last week. The whole the whole lot of the women that were in the chat that day got kicked out. <laughs> we had to go call. We had to um, phone a friend for real. That's terrible. Yes. Yeah, because y'all be in there cutting up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Going hard. And they go, on, they go hard on like two people. <laughs> it's like two victims. No, <laughs> no, but we were in there posting inappropriate stuff. So, and see, mm-hmm. and the guys kicked us out. <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, I have a future for me in the U.S. Senate. So I have to strategically participate in certain activities and then distance myself from other activities because yeah. it is true. Stuff does follow you, yes, right? So true. I have to, I Google myself all the time. Yes. You got to see what's out there. All the time. Mm-hmm. But I just think for the ladies who are seriously looking for a long-term relationship. Don't just, I'm so sick. Of seeing, like, no, for one, I don't believe in settling. I don't believe in that at all. But what does that mean? Like, why do people say that? What does that mean? What does settling, settling mean? Like, I'm not going to be in a relationship just to say I'm in a relationship. If I know this person just, we're not truly clicking together. Okay. I'm not going to just be with you to say I'm in a relationship. To me, that's okay. what settling is. Okay. So I'm not just going to be out. Yeah, I have no problem being single. I have no problem being in a relationship, but women stop saying that you're too much for men. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. As because, your excuse to be all single. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, when I hear settling, it's always like, oh, don't settle. If he ain't got this, that, and the third, don't settle. And it's like, what the, what? No. We're, yeah. we're we are all humans. I don't know when right. we lost this human element to right. relationships and partnerships, but yeah. we are all humans. And everyone's not always going to be on top. I mean, we all, so no, when I say First settle, all, I mean, you just with somebody to just say you with somebody on top. The leader is a, as much of a, a mirage because <laughs> it's supposed to be a partnership, but that's my it's point. It's a mirage. Okay? Yeah. It is like you are in the desert and you see this water mountain. <laughs> it ain't real leadership in a relationship, someone being on top, someone having more. Right. That is all a mirage. It is mm-hmm. not real. 
If you want to enter into a relationship, you better get real comfortable with 50-50. It might not look the same. Right. In your relationship versus mine, but absolutely. But I think, you know, that whole... I'm too independent or I'm too this or I'm too... No, there. I truly believe there's someone out here for all of us. You just got to... What are you putting out here? So, okay. <laughs> Going back to social media. So I have this girlfriend lives in Chicago. She's super cool or whatever. Love her to death. She has a younger sister. Mm-hmm. My sister is about to turn like I don't know, 17. Okay. And she puts out this post that's basically saying she's creating this... Um, um, like quote book or like okay. advice book for her little sister. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So she's asking everyone, you know, share a quote or some advice okay. for her little sister. So I'm like, man, that's so awesome. I yeah. wish I would have did that for my daughter. Right. It's not too late. True. Cause she ain't 17 yet. Right. <laughs> I could. That would be so yeah. cute. So I'm like, oh, okay. So when I see the posts, it's probably like 20 comments strong. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, it's going to be some dope shit in here, right? right? Yeah. No. You wouldn't believe. Not that. No, it was a lot of dope comments. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't believe how many of the comments were negative in the perception of being in a relationship. Like, um, one of them was... Live, like, like pursue all your dreams and achieve all your dreams and travel the world and live life and everything before you get married to have babies. Because um, something like it's just going to tie you down or or something like that. And that guy that you went in college, that ain't going to work out. So don't, like, put all your hopes and dreams into it. Um, Like... Men don't grow up until after college and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, so one, this is a thread of full black women. Oh, yes. And the funny thing was like the me, me and the boo just had a conversation about, I can't even remember how we got in this conversation. We were talking about building wealth or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him like, man. Like when I first moved to Charlotte, I should have bought a condo downtown. Girl. It would have been so much cheaper. Yeah, yeah. And since this conversation yes. we're having, and we were like, how much different would our life have been if we would have met and got together when we first moved to Charlotte at mm-hmm. like 22, 23 years old wow. versus 33? Yeah. And thinking about how our Blanco mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, counterparts yeah. marry early, early, buy property, invest in property. Yeah. So 10 years later, had we bought something downtown because we both would have been working downtown. Right. And it would have been dirty. Ugh, so even yeah. if our relationship don't work out, right. Let's mm-hmm. just, cause I don't believe that all partners are lifelong partners. Right. right. So even if we would separate it, you now we got an asset, away. right? We could easily be splitting a hundred, two hundred thousand yeah. dollars yeah. profit. Right. Off a condo. Yes. We could have easily been, more well vested in our 401ks because Absolutely. we've just had each other to kind of bounce off of. But it's like, why is there this negative perception about finding a partner early on in life from know. women? Or, and like, it's just or like, that you can't meet all of your goals while you're with a partner. 
Yes. Because it's all from their own personal experience. And just because it happened to you does not mean that is the case for everyone. So I'm like, you're going to give this advice to a 17-year-old? You're going to jade her as it relates to relationships and love and finding a partner? (laughs) And you could talk about being your best self and living your dreams and stuff. That's like, why were they even talking about men? Why wasn't this all about her? But this is the thing that, like, for me... I didn't even realize all the dreams I had before I even met the boo mm-hmm. because he has been able to push me right. further than I would have just been able to push myself. Yes. So while I might think, oh, okay, if I just achieve this, mm-hmm. that's good enough. He's like, from what I see in you, I think you could do two X. Right. You don't just need to settle for X. I think you could do two X. Right. And then that expands my mind. Or there are places... I never wanted to go before I met him. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, well, I want to go here with him. Right. <laughs> so you talk about traveling. What is life to travel alone? Right. You could travel with a partner. Right. That's what I, I mean. Listen, I don't understand that at all. So I think we put this narrative out into society that, one, you can't handle me. You intimidated by me. Let's, ladies, let's cut that out. Because one, that's demeaning to our men. Yes. That's demeaning to our men. And what that's emasculating oh, our men as if we are stronger than they are capable right. of being. And I just, I'm oh, not with that I'm at all. But then you turn around and say you want a strong man. <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, houseway. Right. Houseway, because right. according to you, you're the strongest and he, that and exists. None of them can handle you, and can't nobody handle all of it. Like, like what you? But what do you, what do you think you're really bringing to the table? That you're, you know what I'm saying? Girl, Not to talk down anybody, but I'm just preacher. saying. <laughs> you got the same plight he got, right? We out here trying we, to work. You, you actually have more of a plight because he. We are here trying to you. pay these bills. We are here trying to see a corner piece of the world. Mm-hmm. We are here trying to affect some sort of change in the world. Right. Okay. We are here trying to leave a legacy. But you don't think you can do that more effectively with a mate? But the question is, you don't think he's trying to do the same thing? Right. No? Does he not also have goals? Right. I think it's unfair, one, to think that the majority of men, like men have goals. Right. Men have desires. Men have emotions. Like, they're not, like, different species than we are. And ladies. And I would say all of them probably. I I would be hard-pressed to meet a man on this earth that doesn't have a goal or right. a dream yeah. or a desire. But I'm sure they also have those lists. So, the ladies, you and your lists? I ain't here for the list. I, you know I'm not here for the list at all. But what I'm saying is, you know, you, what you think you cornered the market on having some standards and having some things that you prefer in your mate. So do men. So you thinking that you're the reason you're single is because you're so you're just too much to handle. No, you might just be too damn much to be bothered with. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Preach, preach. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> Too much to be bothered with. Like, really? Listen. 
It is hard out here for everybody. That's, I mean, that's all I'm saying. It's like, it's hard out here for everybody. It is not even this, this conversation is not even just as it relates to heterosexual couples. It could be homosexual couples, whatever. We're all human. We all want to love and be Be loved. loved. Yes. Now, some of us do have habits. Some of us do have um, religious beliefs and convictions. Some of us have obligations. And because of those three things, then maybe that makes a person not compatible for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Because of habits, religion, right. <laughs> obligations, or other obligations. Right? So I think that's fair, right? It's mm-hmm. fair to say, mm-hmm. everybody is not for everybody. Like, you know, I can't date a smoker because oh, it's just not going to work. I think you're a cool mm-hmm. dude. It's not that I'm too much for you. It's right. not that my vegan lifestyle <laughs> is too much. It's just that, you know what? I'm, it's probably not going to work. You're a meat eater. I'm not. It's probably not going to work. Whatever. But right? It could. But it could. But I think it's just knowing what are those things that are, are non-negotiables for you mm-hmm. and because you stick to your non-negotiables, it doesn't make that other person less of a human being. It doesn't make right. you more of. It doesn't make no. you better. It doesn't make them less. It doesn't make you right. It doesn't make them wrong. Yeah. It just means not a good fit. It's no different than a job, right? Right. Why am I showing up at Carolina's Healthcare talking about I want to be a surgeon? <laughs> I am not a good fit. I have not went to medical school. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make me a bad person, and it doesn't right. make Carolina's Healthcare a terrible employer. Because they won't hire you. It right. just means <laughs> probably not a good fit. I probably should go to school first. Right. If this is something that I truly want, right? Very and I think true. it's the same relationships. There are opportunities to grow. If you know, oh, I want this guy that's, um, I don't know. I want some hedge fund dude that's making a billion dollars a year and works out all the time and eats healthy and love his mama and go to church. Okay. Well, if right now you're not meeting that dude, then maybe that means there's some development that you can do. Right. Or do you live in New York? Maybe you should. I mean, Cause it ain't a whole lot of hedge fund dudes in Charlotte. I'm just going to go on a limb and say right, they're not. Right. I mean, and for the ones that are on there, like 60 year old white men, right? <laughs> so maybe she knew moved to New York. Or maybe you should start going to church more consistently if you want a guy that, that's right. religious. Yeah. Um, but will that hedge fund dude that's making a billion dollars a year going to church that love his mama? Won't you? the girl that's like twerking with her ass out and like. The thing is. She can't say no money. And she you probably got smash, bad credit. Though. Look at you, might smash though. So you're gonna get the attention, but you won't get that. You're gonna get the retention, exactly. And I just think people don't always do that self assessment. And this goes Listen, for men and women. Like it's huge, it's who you huge. think you are to the core. I okay. You know, I always harp on this. And y'all know, if y'all have listened to any one of these 67 episodes, I've said this before. I truly believe in the book, How to Find a Husband at 35. Oh, and yes. I think this goes for men and women. Mm-hmm. But the reason I love it so much is because there is a principle that the lady who wrote the book, Rachel Greenwall, applies to relationships that I know even in business, we apply you from a marketing that. standpoint. Yeah. 
It's a survey type of perspective. Mm -hmm. Are you truly asking the people around you, what is it that you're putting out? Yes, because you may think you're putting out one thing and it's coming across completely different. It's like we don't do that enough. We don't survey the people around Mm -hmm. us to say, here is what I'm trying to do. Am I even... Hitting the mark. Am I on the bullseye at all or am I just putting darts in a wall? It, it could be the most <laughs> random thing that people yeah. will say like, oh, I think you're nice, but you curse too much. And yeah. yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? But yep. hey, if you value their opinion and you- are going you, to work on that. Yeah. Or it could be, I should think you're nice, but I hate it when you wear your hair in those curls. It looks mm-hmm. weird or whatever. And if three people say your hair and curls look kind of cray. Don't wear like, the curls if you're trying to meet somebody. <laughs> well, am I am I that committed to these curls? Right. Or was I just doing this because I saw it on YouTube and I thought it was cute. But it, <laughs> it actually don't hit. I thought it hit, but clearly it don't hit. You know what I mean? And I just yeah. think like. It's going back to that human element. You're trying to attract another human being. So you have to be human. None of us. Yeah. I'm not right and the boo is wrong. He ain't right and I'm wrong. We're both Just, individual human beings who have decided we can deal with each other long enough <laughs> 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 to commit. So, okay. Totally off topic, but happy engaged anniversary to the boo. You guys are so cute. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even though, so it's Monday that we're recording this and you guys are going to hear it until Wednesday, but Monday, December 5th is our official anniversary. And if you had told me, if you had told me five years ago, girl, not four, five years ago, yeah. that he would be my fiance or the man I'm spending my life with, I'd be like, girl, bye. You, I don't. I don't feel like you ever end up with what you think you will. Do you know what I mean? It, because again, I believe yeah, God's plan is bigger than your own personal plan, what you think you're going to end up with. And it's just, you don't even know what you need. I don't even think you, you fully don't. understand what you need in another person. <laughs> you know you get that person. <laughs> what you need. Partnership mm. is so awesome. Yeah. Even outside of romantic relationship type of partnership. But when I think about how my life has been enriched in the last year and a half being in partnership with you and this podcast. Girl, because we learned so much. I mean, listen, Geek Goddess is like the go-to if you want to start up a business. I don't care what anyone says. Sha, I just do a little bit here and there. (laughs) But look, if y'all need a consultant, call me though. (laughs) And I would point anyone in your direction. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, but in our partnership, we both bring different things to the table. Yes. And you just never, I can't come up with the things you come up with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, vice versa, but that's in any relationship. And vice versa, because look, there's there's something to being a creative. (laughs) Okay. And us creatives. We don't we don't do order very well. I know. And hey cutie <laughs> does structure and order very well. I know. Yeah. So much so it's kind of like I look to you and I realize you got to do better because she's expecting x y and z and I then it, the same way. and it pushes me like mm-hmm. child you can't be you can't like 
just be out here all willy nilly, like you know, you got to come with it because hey, cutie is expecting but it. No, and- but I, honestly, I mean. Like we always say, you have a talent and I'm like the, you know, but I feel like it's true because, you know, I'm not, I never thought I'd be on a podcast. That was just never anything I thought I would do, but I love it. The show wouldn't be the same without you. (laughs) It's so much fun. And I think it just goes to show how important partnership Mm -hmm. is in your life. And so if that is friendship, evaluate your friendships, figure out. Hmm. Am I being the best friend I could be? Am I um, assuming that I am giving all that I can give in my current friendships? Mm -hmm. Right. Because I think we don't do that enough. We don't evaluate the the friend that we are. Right. Right. Like you get these evaluations and assessments at work, but imagine if you get like a friend evaluation for the year. Like, did you forget your friend's birthday? Did you, did you follow up with your friend when she said she was sad about something? Did you, um, speak positivity and encouragement in your friend's life when she needed it? Or did you joke on her? All kinds of stuff. And so it's like, hmm. It's so funny because you mentioned that and I was, um, they and I were watching, what were we watching? Sports Saturday, mm-hmm. recaps of all the college games. And they were pressing, was it the dude from Clemson? It was, he was from one of the schools trying to press him to see if he would be in the, you know, next round of championships, the big four. Okay. And he was like, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy this moment. Uh, you know, tomorrow we'll worry about that. And one of the sports casters was like, I love that answer. He was like, be where your feet are. And I love that. Oh, I love that. I don't think we're in the moment enough. So like following up with your friends, did you even hear what your friend said? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you really listening or are you on your phone? Or Yeah. So it's, yeah. I was having this conversation with with the boo about, um, we were talking about networking and we were always strategizing, trying to figure out how (laughs) we're going to take over the whole freaking world. (laughs) And um, there was this article that came out that said, networking, like networking to meet like new contacts really isn't where your energy should be. It really should be cultivating some of those relationships that, that you've you kind of have. left by the wayside. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We've already kind of built this bridge with certain people, but we forget about them. Let's and not even from a, a, a sense of like, like what we need. And so it reminds me like, that's the reason I call my girlfriend today who's opening up her shop mm-hmm. because it's like, you know what? I have time during the day. Right. She is embarking on something that I know how it feels to open up a mm-hmm. shop. Okay. I know yes, that yes, stress yes, that's yes. involved oh with goodness. that. You know what I mean? Yes. Right? You remember picking <laughs> yes. out fabric for me for like yes. waiting room chairs. Yes. <laughs> I know how that feels. So how dare I not call her and say like, girl, what do you need? Like, right. I didn't know. I saw posts on Facebook about she's trying to hire people or whatever. And I don't know how that went. But I called her and I was like, yeah. honey, one I don't care if you fully staffed or not. You call me. I'm on the cleanup crew. Mm-hmm. You call me. I'll bring you something to eat. Right. You call me. You know you don't have to pay for my help. Whatever yeah. it is that you need because I know how this feels. And you're my friend and I love you. Right. Yeah. So it's like I'm out here, you know, sometimes trying to create all these new relationships and mm-hmm. and, and follow up with new people that I met or whatever And sometimes in hopes of getting something from them, and that's not authentic, right? It's like to just create a relationship or forge a relationship in hopes of getting something from it. But it's like, what is the value that I'm bringing to the people that are already in my life and how do they see me? Right. Because that's important. And I think 
when you talk about relationships, if your circle, if you're single and your circle doesn't think about you as it relates to either hooking you up with somebody or introducing you to somebody just on something, I think you got to do two things. One, you got to evaluate yourself. What is Mm -hmm. the energy that you're putting out there? Yes. If I ain't calling you like, girl, you know what? I know this really nice guy. Right. And he would be nice for you. Mm -hmm. You got to evaluate yourself or you have to evaluate your friends. friends. You got to evaluate me and figure out, am I truly down for you? Do I know your goals? And am I really down for you? But can you even... And it's not always about helping you meet your goals, but can you? Because your circle, if you are doing the best in your circle, you need to upgrade your circle. I mean, Child, you don't so. tell people <laughs> that they got to leave their friends and I am not going to be responsible I'm for that. Saying, you know, it's like, if I can hook y'all up, but you can't even think. In, I mean, so that just means, are you in the right circle? Not to say you got to completely cut them off, but you need to start expanding your circle. Or if you are the highest person in your circle, then are you truly elevating your friends or are you allowing them to be stagnant? Right? So, right. Sorry. sorry. If it's like, if you're the connector in your circle... Mm-hmm. Are you doing a great job of connecting your whole circle and making sure that everybody is kind of like, for me, I always feel like if I'm eating, you eating. Right. Right. Like, and this thing I didn't do with relationships, but I take Andre 3000's advice that you only rich if everybody around you rich. Yes. And I think, yeah. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like you are truly only rich if everybody around you right. is rich. And it could be rich in rich in friendship, rich in health, whatever. It is. Rich in what yeah. you know, whatever that thing mm-hmm. is. It doesn't have to be monetary, yeah. but there is something to be said if you look at your girlfriends or guy friends or whatever. And the last, I don't know, four or five people on your fave list. If everybody is single, but yeah. you desire to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Some evaluation has to go on here. You know what I mean? And so it's not saying that everybody that's single, there's an issue with that. No, because they just might want to be single, whatever. But But if you desire to be in a relationship, then you probably should be around people people in a relationship. In a relationship or who are married because Mm -hmm. that's just a different crew. It really is. Different mindset. It's just completely different. Yeah. It's like... I'm in a relationship. You can't call me at like two o'clock on a Friday night, two a.m. Mm-hmm. Well, don't call me. <laughs> okay, you can't even call me at like after work and think I ain't got plans on a Friday night. Right? Absolutely. Yep. Without saying, do you and the Boo have plans? Right. Or. It would be random for you to call me and be like, oh, girl, I got this invite to this baller party and these, like, you know, NFL players going to be out there. Why? Why Why are you calling me? Exactly. Do they need business development? Right. (laughs) Do they have a foundation that they would like? like, Yes. Tell me again what this call is about. Absolutely. Because I could put my work at. (laughs) Right. Dude, we go work the room. They got a foundation night. that you need me to be on the board. Like I'm right. so confused what you're Job, calling me for. I, what? <laughs> but you're right, yeah. But it's yeah. 
So I think you have to look at your circle. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying anything is wrong with people being single, but if you desire to find a partner, mm-hmm. if that is something you desire, then make sure you have more avenues Mm-hmm. for finding that than just your immediate circle. Yeah. And not just, you know, your single friends. Cause of course, I mean, I have single friends. I have married friends. I have engagement. Like you have to have a mix. I guarantee you there is not a married person that called my phone to ask me for advice. No, I can't think of one. They might ask me for a referral <laughs> for something because I'm good on some referrals. I can get your hair done, your nails done. I can find you a bomb-ass attorney, a yeah. bomb-ass accountant. Right. But there is not one person that's like, here's what's happening in my relationship. How can you help? Girl, I don't know. All I can do is listen. I haven't even risen to the level of maturity right. yet to be in a marriage. And I ain't even there like, yet. Look, I'm still engaged. I can't give you advice. All I can say is if you need my help, let me know. I can change some locks. I can do all those things, but I'm not going to su- suggest that's what you need to do. I can come listen. I can listen. Yeah. Hey, cutie can make you a drink because I actually listen. can't. Um, <laughs> yes. I can she come listen. <sighs> we can probably go shopping. <laughs> yes. And I can find somebody to get your hat done. <laughs> <laughs> but right. But it's, you know, I think... Having or seeing relationships, it it helps me, I know. It, it helps me it so much. It definitely does. Like, we have mutual friends that are in, mm-hmm. like, long-term marriages and relationships. Yeah. And nothing is perfect. Nothing. But, but what I do love is seeing people commit to something mm-hmm. and fully commit to yeah. it. Even in the ebbs and flows mm-hmm. of it, when things are great, when... Money is good. They're there. And when money is non-existent. But that's... I love to see that. Because you don't see a lot of it now. People run to divorce so quick. No, I want to see somebody working through it. Because I have no intentions of being married and married and married. You know, over... No. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... I'm not... I said I have no intentions. Oh, okay. I don't have no intentions either. I've I've asked the boo to, to please spend 50 years with me. If he does, that'd be great. If he doesn't, um, <laughs> if it's Plan somewhere B. around right. like year 12, he's like, I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I think seeing someone committed to a relationship just helps me holistically as a person because I am someone who struggles with commitment. Mm-hmm. Even outside of relationships, I struggle with it at work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you can learn something from someone, even if if you don't um, exercise that discipline in the same manner that they've exercised right. it. So to see someone being committed to a relationship for 20 years says to me, hmm, there must be something he or she valued that allowed him or her to spend that much time there. Right. I need to tap into whatever that thing is in myself. Right. Because there may be something in life that requires me to be committed for 10 or 20 years. It Mm -hmm. might be my relationship, you know, or it might be a job or it might be a skill or activity or just whatever. Yeah. So I love seeing that. I think you can learn so much from people who exercise that level of commitment. But then two, I was telling you about someone that I met this weekend who told me about breaking off an engagement. Mm -hmm. And I also, like, I looked at her and I thought... 
there's a level of um, just like, I don't know what the word is, but boldness. I was going to say courage. Courage. Because in this day and age, when you hear what, especially black women talking about how hard it is to find a man and keep a man and get married. But when your values are put into question, you were courageous enough to walk away. Even like, like, Mm -hmm. so it came up in conversation because there was another lady there who knew she was engaged, who was Mm -hmm. like, oh, how did your wedding go? Kind of thing. Like, so she didn't know it didn't happen. And she was like, no, I called it off. And I'm like, y'all don't know. Me and the boo are good, but if we weren't good, I don't know if I would have the courage to say, yeah. I'm not going to go through with this because everybody knows. Yeah. And you can say to you blue in the face that you don't care about what people think. But there is always some level of, you know. You're concerned about the money, mm-hmm. how much money we've put into this. Right. You're concerned about how your life is going to change, your lifestyle, if you live together, if you're, if you've already combined, you know, yeah, assets households, or whatever. Yeah. You're concerned about, Am I going to find someone else? Absolutely. Am I going to be old because and single? You have those single friends that you know, and you're like, so now you're like, well, yeah. shit, <laughs> cheaper to keep her. I could go through this with this dude, <laughs> or, or go through a whole stream of other things with someone else. I could be 48 and single, yes, like yeah. like Josie, <laughs> and she don't look happy either. So right. right. Am I going to be unhappy or unhappy? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, what's the lesser of two evils? I don't know. Yeah. So I think you you always have something to learn from people, but put yourself in a position where you are around people who have something to share and teach. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Check your circle. Check yourself. Check. I think it's a lot of checking yourself that needs it's to happen. a lot of checkage on. that needs to happen. Absolutely. I mean... Yeah. And I would say, ask your family. But what I have found, oddly enough, I don't think your family is as honest as friends and like coworkers are. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, because I don't. Yeah. It's random, though. But I think you could ask something as simple as your hair. You could ask your family if they like your hair and he's going to say like whatever, but you could ask a coworker and they could be like, well, uh, I actually kind of like it when you wear it like that. I don't like this. Right. It's just like, and not saying that your coworker's opinion is valued more, but I just think you'll get more of a consistent kind of theme from your family. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, sure. Everything's right. great. Everything, I it's love so it. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. I don't know. <laughs> you so survey. Definitely survey. I mean, be mindful again of your brand and what you want that brand to read and represent. If you're getting a lot of tension, attention, but no retention, then you have to evaluate what are you putting out there? Mm -hmm. Stop assuming that you're right. Everybody else is wrong. Right. You're good. Everybody else is bad. Mm -hmm. You're the bomb.com and all these men out here are insecure and lacking and they don't have it and they dogs and they like, mm, cause then, mm-mm. because after a while, the common denominator is you. So, so that wraps up another episode of drink to remarry. Hey, cutie dropping all these, um, clue bombs. <laughs> Uh-oh, let me find out. I have to go find a clue. I mean, the right? bomb. So I can Cutie bombs. 
she dropping all these cutie bombs on y'all. Look, that common denominator. Yeah, man. Yeah. So if you guys have questions or topics or if you disagree with our thought process or whatever, if you have something to add, we want to hear it. Okay. This is not the end all be all. This is purely our opinion. Send us an email at drinktoremarried at gmail.com. Or if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sure you can look at the description. It'll give you a link to how to reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. What what other social medias? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. or our lovely website. Yes. Drinktoremarried.com. And you can submit questions at ask.fm mm-hmm. backslash married. Yes. And we're all about the questions. Um, also, we're going into the holiday season. It's about to really get ramped up. If you guys have some drink suggestions or recipes that you would love for us to try out, if you're nervous about buying a particular new liquor and you don't know how it's going to taste before your holiday party, send it to us. We'll probably go buy it and we'll drink it and we'll tell you if it hit or if it don't. You know, I definitely will go buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always looking for something new to try. Yeah. So send us all of that because, you know, life is better with a partner and a cocktail. Okay. Absolutely. So until the next time. Cheers. Cheers.